It seems <laughs> way brighter to me today. In this room? Yeah. Hmm. Is it always like this? I think uh, so. The lighting is a little, a little different. I think there's more light there. That light isn't that on. Because it's not working. Oh, it's not working? Uh, no, it's not working. For some reason, every time I turn it on, it says low. Okay. And I don't know what that means. So So now we have some nice nice semi-directional light, actually. Like, yeah, uh, it's not too bad. Coming from that source there kind of illuminates all our faces a little differently. I like it. Okay. Uh-huh. I can't uh, see the image, but I imagine it looks cool. Are you playing the drums on the mic? Yeah. Oh, are we starting? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought we were... <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were still discussing the lighting issues. No. I can't say that the drums on the mic is the best audio, but... Are there issues with the lighting? No. No, I was just examining this light, and you guys were talking about it. I didn't realize that lighting was going to be the pre-roll, but let's do it. No, fuck it. You think you could just take the whole podcast and put uh, some really, really laid-back jazz underneath of of us talking the entire time? Pod jazz. Yeah. Jazz cast. I think that's what we are missing is like some NPR style bed music kind of yeah. rolling in. It's like it's a it's a cloudy day in New York and blah 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 blah. You know, just some sleepy jazz music, but then we just come in hot talking about dicks and balls and magic <laughs> the gathering. Whatever. What do we talk about on this podcast? I mean that's about it. I don't even know what this podcast is about you anymore, know, guys. Why, yeah. why have we not started dedicating each pod to a different obscure city? across the United States, like we had discussed with our music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. This one's for Albuquerque, yeah. New Mexico. That's not an obscure city at all. No, Isn't that a capital? to me. I've never been. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you heard right. it here first, Albuquerque. Wait, is that where Breaking Wait, Bad is? Is, is it, it Albuquerque, Albuquerque or is it Santa Fe that's the capital of New Mexico? I think it's Santa Fe, mm-hmm. homie. Albuquerque is where you can uh, need to watch out when you're driving at night for John Jones driving drunk in a sports car. <laughs> that's very that's true. where you need to watch out, man. He parties there. That's it's also where Bugs Bunny uh, makes an erroneous left turn. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I only know about it because of Weird Al Yankovic. Is he from there? You no, know, he has a 13-minute song that closes out Running With Scissors about Albuquerque. Is it good? It's fen- it's phenomenal. You've never heard this song? No. It's I've the only best ever storytelling heard, I've ever heard in I've only minutes. ever heard Weird Al's like, popular songs. That's a popular song. I didn't song, even know right? he had an album called Running With Scissors. That's the one that has like... Uh, so, Fly For a Rabbi on it. You know that song? Yeah, but what... What song is Albuquerque parodying? Nothing. It's an original tune. Wow. Yeah, he does that occasionally. That's amazing. You guys just aren't familiar with Weird Al. Not, well, not the deep cuts, unfortunately. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. we brought him on the show, Weird Al Yankin. Yeah. To come on in. Fuck yeah. That'd be wild. That would be so fucking awesome. I'm it not, seems cool. I'm not yeah. prepared for it. <laughs> what do you ask, Weird Al? Mm. Do you purposefully look like Kenny G? <laughs> or Michael... Michael, Ooh, the guy, yeah, Michael Bolton that does the do you, Christmas songs. Is there a difference between the three of you, or are you all three <laughs> the same person? <laughs> that would be the best. When's the last time you were in the same room with Michael Bolton and Kenny G? Weird Al. That'd be incredible. <laughs> I would love to see, like that'd be like the greatest the, cosmic joke ever if they revealed that right before they all collectively died. The Weird Al's hair is holding up, I think, a lot better than Michael Bolton's hair. His was going <laughs> even back in the day, and so it's very short now, pretty much gone. Whereas Weird Al's hairline is still strong oh, to yeah. this day. Weird Al is just Michael Bolton with a Groucho Marx mask on, yeah. isn't he? That's just yeah. it. I think mm-hmm. so. Okay. I think we have a consensus Some here. Some stunning discoveries here in the first five minutes of the pod. Mm-hmm. 
and no one's ever heard Kenny G's singing voice, so we can't uh, can't confirm there. Can't confirm it. I just like to think that when Kenny G opens his mouth, it is an alto sax. Like <laughs> he has become he has become one with his instrument. Kenny G is just waiting for his turn to become hip again. When does that happen to Kenny G? Kenny G was on a Kanye West record. Oh, actually. was he? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then I guess I must have missed it. It didn't That's make any more hit. When you check out of culture for. It was wild. The last yeah, five did, or six it didn't years. really work to it like didn't hit. re-energize his career. It did, did not it? hit. <laughs> it, it was a, a good song. I feel like Kenny G has no idea that he was on that record. Probably not. Has no, no idea. Entirely possible. All right. Are we going to talk about fitness? What are we going to do? I don't what know. are we doing today? <laughs> There's. I don't know what. I the the thing is like. Did we talk about the games? Well, well, well first of all, mm-hmm. first of all, we need to get a reaction. Cliff and Kyle react to CrossFit. So what's sure. been going on in CrossFit? It'll be yeah. a complete surprise to us. The last time we spoke, guys, has been the last time anything interesting happened in CrossFit. Yeah. Hmm. So hmm. the well, last time in, we spoke was the day after. No news is news in the sense that there has been no major catastrophes or fallout that since is correct. the game. So. So we're the, the last, train is on the tracks. The last so time far. we spoke, I believe, was the Sunday after Stage One of the 2020 CrossFit Games wrapped. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. So we talked about who had qualified mm-hmm. and where everybody is and all that stuff, right? I believe so. Yes, totally, totally. Um, and we also talked about how Stage Two, the finals of the 2020 CrossFit Games, are going to be taking place in mid-October. So a week mm-hmm. from at, so mm-hmm. we're recording this right now. A week from tomorrow, they're checking in. Far All right? out, It's dude. been two weeks since the stage one ended. A week from <laughs> tomorrow, they're checking in. And nothing has happened. Uh, That's great. We don't know they're waiting Dickie for... McGee's acts Listen, about shit. Armin, we know they've planned this out long in advance. They're just waiting for the right moment to reveal more. The right moment being just Later, before obviously. three, two, one, go. Yeah, yeah. So it's been super dope. Literally getting nothing. Well, what do you want? What do you want, Armin? What do you want them to reveal? Yeah, Any what are they information, uh, a schedule, number of events, uh, just where they're going to be competing most of the time. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Remember, everyone remembers the most exciting CrossFit Games ending ever was in 2010 when uh, everyone was brought out from seclusion and Dave Castro announced, you know, what the workout was. They had 30 30 seconds to announce or less. They did the workout, boom, and again and again and again. This time, what needs to happen is just a ton of rogue equipment just needs to be scattered all over the ranch, all Mm -hmm. over the place. And... Uh, Dave Castro has athletes in seclusion. He brings out the first group of athletes. Then, looking at the equipment, he just wings it and makes up a workout <laughs> on the spot in that 30 seconds. Then they start doing it. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, okay, what did I say last time? Okay, and then has to repeat that again. And then, uh, you know, r- rinse, repeat every time. So they have to do the workout that he just improvises. I think there might be some interesting and surprisingly good workouts that come out of that. Yeah. With a lot of They're all written that way. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. I think what would be really exciting is if one of the days of competition is like a fitness scavenger hunt where <laughs> all the equipment that you need to do all the workouts that day is spread across the property mm-hmm. of the ranch and you're just given the list of workouts to complete 
your time per workout is its own score, but also the time it takes you to finish all of it is it's also its own score. And so as an like added fucking run around, oh shit, there's a barbell. I have to do this workout with deadlifts. So you start the deadlift workout. And as an added oh complication, gosh. one bike pedal is attached to one of Noah Olson's feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And he doesn't know. He, he doesn't, doesn't know. know. He doesn't he know. He thinks it's weighing him down, but as it turns out in the last event, he needs really powerful spin kicks. And that pedal is what really takes him over the edge, gives him the power in that spin kick with that the pedal, pedal still attached to it. unlocks the final gate. <laughs> what, what if they did something like a uh, CrossFit horse? So, like, Matt, since he qualified him first, gets to do the first workout. Mm-hmm. And then if and if you don't beat, be- if you don't beat him, you're out. Yeah, you get an H. <laughs> and then he gets to hey! like if you do beat him, you get to decide the next workout. That's, that's actually not a bad that's structure. A great idea. That's I a good like idea. That. That's I like a good. That. Like, yeah, I guess it'd only be five right. events though. <laughs> yeah, you can make it. Uh, you can make it horse fucker. Why do something in nine letters? No, you would do it like a tennis More tournament. Workouts. You have a small enough people there, so you do it like a tennis tournament where it'd be a long match between two people. It should be a game of horse, and then be a tournament style. You'd have several pairings of people playing games of horse. One gets eliminated, the next one moves on, and it'd be for a final game of horse. One on one. Insane. What do you? And the last thing is actually playing horse with basketballs. Oh, that's the surprise. And Dave there. Castro tags himself in and wins the twenty twenty CrossFit <laughs> Games because he's been preparing been, for this mm-hmm. his entire life. He's been just practicing with the so, with, with the cornrows again. James. Yeah, yeah. The there has been no anything. All I all I want. I mean, I don't think I'm asking for too much here. Mm-hmm. All I want is to be able to do CrossFit's job for them for free. Mm-hmm. I just want to help promote this event. I want to do what they should be doing, but without them paying me. That's dumb. And they are actively stopping me from being able to do that <laughs> by releasing no information. So you can criticize it, Armin. <laughs> yeah. So you can just Why don't nitpick. you just make up stuff? They're doing this to find out who their friends are, yeah. who their real friends God are. Damn it. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I would. I'm just a poo pooer. Yes, yes. Spend too much time poo pooing, not enough time to doing. Uh, just make up an event. People would be entertained. <laughs> They'd be really mad whenever it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's true. I would right. get. You know what? If I had a big enough footprint, I could make up an event and then blame them. <laughs> blame them for not doing it. And be like they changed it at the last second. You should <laughs> do that. Conspiracy. I don't think you have to be big enough to do that. They they did they really disliked me and and my community so they changed it at the last second. Seventy two hours of Murph. Who would have guessed they would cut that from the yeah. first three days of hard to believe. Competition. Hard to believe. Yeah, man. So there's been nothing. There's been there's been nothing going on in the CrossFit space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone's exercising really hard because yeah. they all want to win the games and get money. Mm-hmm. And um, and they will still be congregating in a space to do this in person. Yeah, yeah. So they have to check in at the ranch on October nineteenth, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna get they get a, everyone gets a plus one. So it's five qualified athletes per division with mm-hmm. a plus one. All twenty of those people are gonna get uh, COVID tests on the nineteenth. Then they all have to quarantine mm-hmm. until their results come back negative. Fifteen and, minutes. Uh, twenty four hours <laughs> for some weird reason. Will there be alternates? No. This mm-hmm. is it. If you okay. show up and you test positive, you're out. You're out. Yeah. So what if four of I'm, them test positive? <laughs> <laughs> I 
then there's then there's no contingency there's, plan. There's just a CrossFit Games champion. It's mm-hmm. a weird time to tell you guys this, but I'm Jeff Adler's plus one. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, I leave uh, next next Sunday. That's really dope. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm going to tell them. I mean, be fitter, rest <laughs> less, move more. Uh, uh, so you put out a whole bunch of cool like interviews with everybody. I tried. Yeah. Right? I've, and I've gotten, I think six or six or seven of the athletes so far. It sounds like everybody is still fitnessing super hard, super and hard. I remember Haley Adams saying, I don't think there's a way for me to get fitter in the next four weeks. So why, why is everybody fitnessing super hard before the games? Um, I don't know if it's about getting fitter in such a short period of time. Cause like Noah explained it really well. He was like, you know, there's four weeks. One of those weeks is like recovering from the online stage. Mm -hmm. One of those weeks is like tapering and deloading for Mm -hmm. the finals. So it leaves you like two weeks of working out. Mm -hmm. So like all you can really do during those two weeks is beat yourself to death so Mm -hmm. that when the volume that is inevitably going to be a part of this CrossFit games shows up, it doesn't crush you Mm -hmm. and like hope you stay healthy. That's yes. basically it. And then max out your squat right before for it's just a huge boost. Testosterone boost. Exactly. Yeah. A lot mm. of people don't know that, but that yeah. is a big cheat code. You yeah. got you to gotta beat yourself to death and then max out your squat so that your body is both healthy and high T. Oh, yeah. is that a legit thing? Max out your squat, high T? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you, when you like, don't peak for like weightlifters do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when you okay. peak for weightlifting, usually you do like a really big, heavy, you do like a heavy squat um, in the week leading up to your... You're like run your competition so that your T picks. Or is the squat, is the heavy squat down on two, a needle sticking up out of the ground that (laughs) gives you your testosterone you will need. You know what? Either way, whatever you got to do, your testosterone is still squatting. (laughs) Damn. So let's pretend for just like five, five minutes that we all didn't already listen to all these interviews. Yeah. What what's the most interesting thing that you got from this set of it? So this this round with the five finalists. Um, what are so? your favorite moments? What are your favorite moments? What are your favorite moments? Uh, my favorite moments. It's it's tough to say. Uh, I think it was cool to talk to Noah about how like a lot of people brush him mm-hmm. off as like a fluke. Like yeah. no, it's just such a fucking fluke. Like he shouldn't have been second place last year and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all right, well, I mean, he's basically always been fighting for the podium mm-hmm. and it's always been like one or maybe two events that have like stopped him from being on the podium. Mm-hmm. His, his rookie year, I was about to say freshman year, his rookie year at the CrossFit <laughs> games, he, he redshirted. <laughs> Yeah, he he wore the leader's jersey for like 60% of the competition. Um, So that's not accidental. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Sort of like talking to him about that. Froning put a curse on him on the last day. Apparently. With with black magic and sorcery and shut his body down. Um, He's a powerful wizard. And (laughs) powerful wizard, that Richard Froning Jr. Powerful wizard. You just grow out the beard. Yep. Then uh, that's what happens when you write Bible verses on your forehead. You can just shut people down with a glance. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's shooting out Galatians from his side. Right. Yeah, he just shoots Galatians. <laughs> You've been blinded by Christ. <laughs> You've been blinded by Christ. You can't you can't lift the barbell if you can't see it. That would be some pretty fucked up black magic, actually, mm-hmm. if he was able to do that. If he it's was white able magic. To, it's the Lord. If he was able to shoot. <laughs> Have some respect. It's not my magic is the Lord. Put some respect on that man's name. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, it was also pretty cool talking to Haley. You mentioned Haley. You know, she's she also is one of those athletes that mm-hmm. kind of maybe got a, a, a you know rookie year you know lucky weird weird format she just did really well like look at her she couldn't clean that first bar or whatever but she did really well during stage one Mm -hmm. and now is like fighting for a podium spot which is pretty dope um but yeah i mean it's overall they're all basically like just ready for it to be over Mm -hmm. i think that was the main thing that i pulled from like every athlete that i (laughs) talked to like they're just ready every one of them is ready for the season to be over it's like because the the, what the games amounts to just being publicly like crushed by tia (laughs) for each of them so (laughs) even if you're on the men's side it involves eating crushed by tia it is it is a yeah it is a uh, it is a hideous proposition (laughs) to be walking into that type of a meat grinder but yeah fine it's okay Let's get it over with. They mainly they mainly want it to be over for that reason. And then the second reason they want it to be over is because most of them never had an off season from last year. So they've basically mm. been competing or training to compete for a year and a half or and, 20 and, months. And some of them have had other stressors in their lives. It's the hard past to six believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, can't, yeah. we can't begin to surmise what those are. But no. being human beings, the world's complex. There Very could have been other things. Place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think something... It's hard. I mean... I forget sometimes. I don't follow the news like, much anymore, but there's probably stuff going some on. Some stuff world. happened in 2020, apparently. Yeah. I don't know either. Some guy fucked a pangolin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I watched that the other night. That was good. I'm about yeah, happy. Uh, if you haven't that watched was... the South Park uh, pandemic special, it's great. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are some of the few people left in the culture that we, we trust and look for their sage like opinion. It's like, how, what will their opinion be? And it matters. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how they can walk that line. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't I, understand. I, I, I don't understand that they don't get in trouble for it either. How right? do they not get in trouble for using Mickey Mouse? Uh, there's some interesting things there, but uh, they, they actually talk. I've heard them talk about like with Imagination Land, how they have a good team of lawyers who just tells them how to skate certain likeness rights things very, very carefully. So yay uh, for various IPs that they parody. And I think that because they're parodying things, they can get away with a lot. I don't know. But um, I think part of the way they can get away with a lot is that the show is produced still independently. It's all done out of South Park Studios. And very famously early on when they were, I think, first renegotiating their contract with Comedy Central. uh, And South Park was this huge hit series, but they had only gotten like whatever three seasons and they had to renegotiate. They had the foresight, I think, to want, uh, I believe this is correct, they had the foresight to want internet rights, which eventually became the streaming rights, which is why you don't see South Park on like ComedyCentral.com. You see it constantly bouncing around from Netflix to Hulu to basically South Park can um, you know, uh, auction those rights off to the highest bidder. So basically they still own the show, even though it goes on Comedy Central. They're selling off this really expensive part of the show and making a lot of money. And so they're kind of independent still, which is Damn. rad, which they is could, pretty sweet. They could just sell to Disney. There you go. I'm sure Disney Worst would love to have them on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which I think uh, added Woo-hoo. CGI hair over Daryl Hannah's butt in Splash, butt so crack. you don't That's see right. it. Yeah, yeah. I think if they attach the South Park Studio servers to the Disney servers, uh, 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 a Chinese virus would suddenly make the building catch on fire as all the computers exploded simultaneously. That'd be really yeah. That would be the end game for that scenario. I I just I haven't watched South Park in mm-hmm. years. And it was really, really 
weird to me to see <laughs> him uh, going on a, a drug fueled sex bender <laughs> in China with Mickey Mouse, who he refers to <laughs> as Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah, that refers. That is a whole other episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is a whole. whole that, other that, that is a back. There, that yeah. they are referencing an earlier episode where he goes around China with with Mickey Mouse. So it's it's pretty great. Yeah. You should check it out. Yeah, the whole last season is uh, masterful. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Tegrity Farms. Yeah. A lot of Tegrity. Yeah. And then at one point, uh, doesn't he reference last season? He says like, oh, yeah, last season we were in China. Yeah. I was in China last season. (laughs) Well, they've used used the whole Tegrity Farms thing to get into a whole kind of diegetically grounded metatextuality in the film. And what I mean by that is there are seasons on the farm and they keep referring to a new season at Tegrity (laughs) and all these releases. So when they're doing a pandemic special, it's the release. So it's this. Fun and obviously, Tegrity Farms is an analogy for South Park itself. We're doing yeah. a pandemic yeah, special. Yeah. The special's not helping, Randy. I'm sorry. It yeah. allows them to break the fourth wall without breaking I, it. It's very fun. I love it. Yeah, and they basically built an entire the entire last season around the idea that it wasn't South Park anymore. It was a new season at Tegrity Farms. So the show had a new Tegrity Farms uh, intro and all of that. It was last season or the season before. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was uh, lots of fun stuff. See, that's way better than CrossFit. Yeah, because it gives us something interesting to talk about, even briefly. Even briefly, guys. If my wife finds out that I started the pandemic, she's going to be a total bitch about it. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> my favorite line. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Dune, I, Dune got delayed a bunch. That's uh, a bunch, like yeah. a lot. We're not going to see that for a while. No, we're not. We're not going to see. I feel like we're not going to see any movies for a while. Like everything's getting pushed to the yeah. end of twenty one. Yeah, I think uh, they they learned that Tenet was not as successful as they hoped it would be, despite the wide release and lots of marketing. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just delay everything, push it all yeah. down the line, and hopefully mm-hmm. in this future date, maybe things will be hmm. better and people That's, still be going to the theaters. As That's far as I can tell, I read. I'm yeah. pretty sure the Tenet release is the midpoint of a pincer movement. Yeah, yes. a time pincer, a time pincer, pincer, movement. pincer so movement. Now we are in the uh, beginning of we're the end a, game. We're in a pincer movement, but in time. <laughs> oh, like that, that totally makes sense. Okay, cool. Of course. Thank uh, you, not Tom Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm generic so, Tom Hardy. I'm here to tell you that. So, so <laughs> I'm very uh, bored. I'm American now. <laughs> there, there was. There was it was Batman was delayed, the No Time to Die was delayed, shit, and Dune was delayed among basically everything else that was being released. The Marvel things, Black Widow and shit was delayed. Does that mean that the Oscars this this coming year are going to be like? Ex- especially bullshit. There's just uh, going to be another yeah, I mean, thing. Definitely. Have the extra standards, the bullshit standards on top of the yeah. no movies release. So is yeah. Tenet going to win like every Oscar because it was the Mulan only movie that came out? Win yeah. Fuck, yeah. Mulan is going to win. <laughs> they do have a did have, do have a rules like theatrical release in order to account uh, for the Oscar. I yeah. love it. I'm I'm actually 100 in support of that. Because it is quite literally the old guard killing itself so that the new generation can move on yeah, from that its is correct. Yeah, That is correct. Yeah, that yeah. is Well, this is... Big this, fan. This put, is put more so, and more bullshit rules in place, please. Yeah. This, is a, this is a metaphorical brush fire clearing mm. out the dead wood. All the dead wood so the new trees can grow in the ashes. And this is mm. not the first time this has happened even in the history of cinema. Fire. 
you know, this happened in the 1950s and 60s as the studios began to see a serious decline in ticket sales as they got increasingly detached from the growing counterculture. You can read a lot about this. It's a lot of fun stuff. But, you know, when they're releasing like Rock Hudson and Doris Day musicals and all sorts of other big stuff that is, is basically appealing to a broader and broader, more nonspecific audience and tickets are going down and down and down. And then that could only go on for so long, that disconnection before eventually... Various things happen. Bonnie and Clyde, uh, which was made uh, at a studio level, and Easy Rider after that sort of blow open the doors that, hey, this whole new counterculture thing can work, or art as art cinema can work at a studio level. Changes everything. And we're in that swell of potential energy before that turnover. And you can kind of see the outline of it now, which is the studios are getting increasingly detached from and even almost deliberately now seeming to make movies that no one wants to see and kind of just falling on their own sword. And so it's interesting to see the moment people stop having movies to see, you know, and I've heard little bits about this, you know, from friends of friends who are filmmakers saying that like every little independent movie that they know that it didn't get a distribution deal in the last two years suddenly has a distribution deal and what's interesting is every time historically like a the films have either gotten disconnected from the culture or the stream of films has been cut off like in say the 1930s in germany and before like post-world war one they shut down the import of everything including foreign films so again just there was a whole grassroots not grassroots but they basically went from producing like 15 films a year to 75 and that's where fritz lang and all these great filmmakers came from it's interesting. We're in this place where if Hollywood stops making movies, the movies will come from somewhere else. And now we, we're kind of in the prelude to that now, where everyone's like, what? Hollywood's not making them anymore? We still would like our movies. And now, all of a sudden... Well, the other thing is it pre it creates all of a sudden now there is more of a market value for actually producing a movie if you cre if you manage to make any if you string together ninety minutes of something, and that is something that I mean that's how film that's how independent producers like Roger Corman and stuff were born was, you know there was there used to be an economic value to be able to create a schlocky movie that had you know blood in it and a bunch of stuff that studios couldn't do and then take it around to drive-ins and grindhouse theaters and actually play it that doesn't really exist anymore everything was sort of satisfied and produced out of LA and a few other places now if that's shutting down someone's going to start making movies somewhere to satisfy that need and about the things people want to see about the things seeing. people want to see that they're not seeing and so it'll be interesting to see that happen yeah scale is needed studios <clears throat> that's yeah. right when, when's our first movie coming out working on it working oh, on it real okay. hard awesome, awesome. depending yeah. on where you're at in the pincer movement sorry in the time that's a good point that's we're good getting point. detritus from a future war, mm -hmm. a future a future war of shitty movies. You know, uh, silly as all that shit is, it is true of our moment in an odd yeah. way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Could you please expand on that? Well, we're receiving now detritus from a future war. As things getting more and more intense, we know there's a future war conflict yes. that will be a center point of this pincher movement. That after that will be a growth and prosperity and goodness. But things are just going to keep. That future war just keeps sending us signals of uh, when it's going to happen. That's right. Both the future and the past are chaos. Only the present moment is fixed, and we're all now competing for different visualized versions of the future that are all competing with each other. So when we say that this thing is going to happen, it's like we're getting signals back from the event in the future that has been time inverted. 
been doing a lot of push-ups lately, Kyle? A lot of push-ups. Is push-ups no. code for drugs? No. Uh, <laughs> but tr- truthfully, truthfully, this is interesting. This is this is not this is not push-ups oriented. This is just this is literally uh, uh, this is literally us beginning to slowly talk about Tenant and say like, okay, it might not work as a movie, but there is some fun science to think about in that movie that we have been enjoying talking about since. Because it, if you true. view the thing not as the science being literal, but it being again because movies are metaphors, a big metaphor. Uh, Find that hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, but if you if you begin to just look at it, the, the physics become less important, but you begin to think of it instead as like, okay, it's about kind of remembering the future, anticipating the future, and trying to induce a different result in the future because blah, 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 things yeah. working backwards. It's almost about so, being able to go back to the future. Exactly. In a way. Back Womp. in time. So, so receiving detritus from a future war is like having signals and predictions of the the uh, dark things to come there, like prognosticators prognosticating things to come. Except the metaphor for that was like getting bullets that fired out of guns because that was the aesthetic space that Tenet occupied. Yes. So as a metaphor... Spies that, that shoot. Whereas in Dune, predicting the future, totally different set of metaphors, but for kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Approaching an, infle- an inflection spice. point yes. out of which... You can predict that this inflection point will happen, but you can't predict which direction it will go after. You just see many possible outcomes. Which outcome will it be on the other side? Mm-hmm. That's right. Prescience mm-hmm. has yes. its limits. Yeah, I would I would recommend not picking one of those paths. And that's how you get trapped. And what do we know about those crazy nun ladies in Dune? They remember previous lives, and that's how they know what's going to happen in the future and control Goddamn stuff. Preborns. So we yeah, that's right. Read your history, everybody. Mm-hmm. So who's everybody voting for? Uh, <laughs> all the treaties, the treaties. Yep. Spice must flow. Mm-hmm. That's right. Whoever is most likely to become a giant worm. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, wow. Is that not Biden? <laughs> he giant looks like a worm. Yes. Dope. Mm-hmm. That's where we're headed eventually. A god emperor who rules the galaxy Speaking for three thousand years. <laughs> Speaking of giant worms, there's a uh, there's a scene in the Boys season two where. A uh, guy's dick chokes out a guy, <laughs> so you should watch it just for that. So That's I have that to look forward point. to if I keep watching the boys. Yeah. All right, boy, I, I, I have. They did I, it. They, they fucking did, did it. it. They're done. Oh. That's cinema. We're done. They Nobody needs to do anything else. It's That's legit. still attached to the other guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just could That's go a, a couple ways. Is it on purpose? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. They even foreshadow it a little bit. They show him on like a security cam, and the guy goes. That guy's got a giant hog. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you missed what happened, it shows it again, and you're like, holy shit. Uh, and then later, that very same guy gets choked out by that dong. And Brad, uh, I wish I had been watching Boys Season 2 following along so that I could have experienced that. You'll forget about it until it happens. So. All right. I've ruined nothing for you. Mm. Uh, would you recommend us watching that? Yeah. Is that, yeah, is that it's, key? It's, it's worth It's fun watching. All right. Well, our, our overlords at Amazon have have divined it necessary to, to me, provide guys. us with more entertainment. More of the boys. Also, yeah. if you use code Chase five hundred four, you can save two months <laughs> on your first year of Amazon Prime. Wow, can you Prime. imagine? That would be a dope yeah. deal. Yeah. I mean, as long I'm as I unsubscribe and resubscribe, just so I can use that code word. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can figure out how to unsubscribe. Speaking of 
push-ups. You can't. And I mean it in the literal physical sense. Yes. You've been working out. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Cliff? No. Have you been? No? Not okay. since, not since good. Good. I last talked. Good? Yeah, yeah. Good. Just, just, just trying to get the body started again. So a lot of... So yeah, push-ups, taking the 45-pound bar, doing some shoulder presses, doing some, some squats, some kettlebell swings... Just enough, which essentially like what would have been a warm up for me previously now is enough to make me sore the next day. So trying to get some momentum going. You look good. Thanks, man. I mean, I don't <laughs> know why you would start working out now because it well, feels this like is, you've just been looking better. The and main better. thing I do now is just walk a lot, and I think that that's mm-hmm. the key. It's sun exposure. Is <laughs> it's thinning me out like a husk of yeah. corn? It's just dehydrating my body like a raisin. Jesus okay. was Walker. Yes, that's know? right. So, so it makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. We, I, I want to say that's the problem. I, I've been trying to get momentum going workout wise, and uh, I feel like uh, I, and this is this is uh, this is the thing is I, 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 is that the moment we lost uh, our vacuum cleaner because you see Cliff and I have very long hair. You've observed <laughs> this. And that, a vacuum cleaner, as it turns out, was just sucking up our long hair a whole bunch. And that we, we killed our vacuum. And now we're, we're trying to... We're, the Cliff's going to buy another vacuum. Your vacuum cleaner yeah. choked on the long dong of your hair. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. To bring exactly. it back to the boys. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there we go. And nothing makes you not want to do push-ups than like seeing just some crumbs on the ground. You right. don't want that. So You're like, I'm waiting. hair or yeah. pube. Exactly. Beard hair or pube. Exactly. You'll never so, know the difference. You'll never know. So I'm waiting on a new vacuum so that I can do push-ups again and so that I can uh, you know, put my fitness off for another week. I'm finding all kinds of reasons but to until procrastinate then, doing it seriously. Walking is key. Yes. Walking's good. Yeah, I that especially because everything is closed, you don't have very many options for getting out of the house and it's amazing how hard I worked for so many years thinking all I wanted from CrossFit was just to be sexy. You know? <laughs> That's all we wanted from all those deadlifts and all those push-ups and I worked so hard as it turns out just going on walks and listening to audiobooks basically got me to the same place. <laughs> See? It's incredible. I've I really leveled up. There's like and there's way less knee pain involved. I think if I stopped doing CrossFit and just started walking, mm. I would lose like 30 pounds. <laughs> Definitely. And I don't know if I'm okay with that. That's the thing, man. Is it's like I I used to it's weird to think about it, but used to have like tens of more pounds of muscle on my body and I remember that bit like before that and then having it and then it going away. And there is a great lightness to it going away. Like I feel even though I'm I'm really out of shape right now, there's just sort of like when I do push ups, it's like, Whoa, I wasn't out of shape several years ago. I was just really fucking heavy. Push ups are not actually that hard. Mm. I just weighed two hundred and sixty five pounds and had a brisket backpack on so and it just made fitness less fun now i'll drop down again once we get the vacuum cleaner fixed <laughs> then i'll drop down rock out some push-ups like christian bale and american psycho peel off my chemical mask yeah. and then uh go rock out some, some hobos exactly yeah. you got it yeah well, you got to do what you got to do yeah and i have the tough problem of i have the gym membership outside of work but every time i finish a day of work i'm just like oh man work so tired i can't fucking work out now fuck it I'll work out on Saturday. But every time I think I'm going to work out on Saturday, go to the gym and think, fuck, I don't want to go near work. So it's like, I guess you can't work out. <laughs> you hate it's to just, see it. It's just eliminated. It's a possibility. Set up the perfect house of cards to make sure. It's all balanced to make sure I never have to jump back into hard working out ever again. Yeah. That's the key is arranging those houses of cards throughout your life. Yeah. I think we all just want to see something we need to be fit for, aside from the apocalypse in the future. That is a common, that is a common theme that I see. I think I might be one of the only people that I know that does not need any reason 
it's, to work out. It's ve- that is a very unique thing that you can just well, but, but train why? every day as hard as you do without having I think a thing to I train have, for. I have the opposite problem. I'm not like a I'm not a hard gainer. Like the second that I mm-hmm. stop working out for a week, I'll put on like ten pounds. I just inflate. really <laughs> inflate. Hmm. I feel like if I stopped lifting weights, I would shrink. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. I'd get huge. <laughs> I do eat just a eats lot queso of ice rice cream. the whole time. Yeah, I do. I do eat a lot of queso. Well, you you got to keep in mind if you stop working out, the appetite goes away completely. Yeah. There, you're it only does. eating so many pounds of meat because you're fucking wor- for you're working out. That's all a good the time. point. I think my genetic disposition is to be like Job of the Hut. So it'd just be like my body finally. It's like, oh hell yeah, let's do it. Oh go go do solo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm just yeah. trying not to be that. Well. That's why you inflate because you keep visualizing Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> so your body keeps yeah, inflating. Visualize a giant worm. Visualize Slave Leia, and yeah. you won't become the <laughs> giant worm. I don't want to look like Slave Leia. Why not? That's fucking awesome. She's she's really fit. She's not. That she fit. looks great. She couldn't get out of prison. So, <laughs> how fit is she? Yeah, she's not like Nicolas Cage, John Conair. Uh, speaking of which, Con Air is available on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's been available for free streaming anywhere else, but it is absolutely available on Amazon What's Prime. That's far out. Yeah. I've ever seen handstand push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, I remember those handstand push-ups. I believe Amazon is doing... I don't know if it's doing it on purpose or not, but it it's using these like really, really general ways of describing what is going on in the movie. Like I think the assumption is everyone knows what Con Air is, mm-hmm. but like it uses a a one sentence long description of you know a group of convicts convicts hijack a flight that they're on i'm like you're not even mentioning <laughs> nicholas cage are looks you kidding like, me right now looks like with amazon's cash they are skimping money on copywriters there, there they know. need to get they need His to get hands not, uh, people graduate are college. lethal registered lethal weapons registered uh-huh. lethal weapons you know what it is guys you haven't figured it out Put they're experimenting the with an algorithm that writes synopses based Holy on analyzing shit. the text of the movie you may be right I, yes. you may be right other people get the full human written description they're experimenting with if they can get better clicks with algorithm written synopses so it analyzes algorithmically the, the whole text of the movie and generated mm-hmm. that thing but what, was the description helpful the yes or no of it's like a catchpa the a- algorithm of 10 is gonna be like aboard not tom hardy explains pincers yes but but what if instead of that it's something similar to that but it's analyzing your personal information everything you've liked on instagram every movie you've ever watched yep and it's like this is at his his literacy level, and it's like, like for me, it's like bad guy bad playing <laughs> big boom. <laughs> the boy, the boys, superhero chokes on dick. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's not that's how you a lot of my interests in one together. sentence. It's a potent sentence, but yeah, and then it upscales if you're more literate and mm-hmm. talks in big Christopher Nolan language, using yeah. metaphorical analyses to paint a broad brush picture of the yeah, future of that. reverting back mm-hmm. to the past. It just says the word race car. <laughs> <laughs> Forwards and backwards. Uh, uh, it's a palindrome. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've been working out. Yeah. Every, every I Saturday. Tell. I Oh, thanks, dude. Every Saturday I go to Chase's garage mm, and he... Nice fucking ruins my day and then uh it takes me about four days to get better and then i go back again on the saturday 
Mm-hmm. So that's not what he said. He said that was a great workout, good programming. I had a lot nice. of fun. That's what he says. That's 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 what I feel in the moment. It's like Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. You know, I feel that in the moment. I feel this is a great workout. I really appreciate this. And then I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> each, I've been killed. <laughs> each each week we we finish the workout and we're like, oh, it's pretty hard. That was really tough. And then the next week. I have the workout written, and it's like that's definitely better, easier than last week. Every that week, be a problem. Yeah, every week it's been. Oh, that's gonna be way easier than last week. And it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's never easier. It's actually gotten harder and harder each week. Almost the same time domains, which is pretty. As it turns, pretty good. Yeah, as it turns out, Chase is just copying Rich Froning's programming, and because he knows you're not paying attention to it right mm-hmm. now, just to just to punk you every time. That'd I mean, really funny. I I. It's it's a it's a self own to be honest with you for Chase because it only makes his workouts harder since mm-hmm. we're all it's all partner workouts and I cannot carry that weight yes <laughs> so it only makes his life harder to write workouts that difficult <laughs> I like it's I write it self own and I'm like uh, thirty clean and jerks thirty squat cleans uh, maybe that should be forty or fifty. Nah, I don't. I don't feel like doing forty or fifty squat cleans in this workout. <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever you're writing, you're you're, just, you're doing two thirds of it, at mm-hmm. least. No, so. it's been good. It's been good. Just nice. having another person, uh, another male there, is mm-hmm. is good. You know, you think you're going fast, whenever you're working out. Oh, I never think that, someone. Chase. Well, <laughs> I think I'm going fast, but then you have a direct comparison, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, there's still there's still room to grow, and this is still tough and challenging. Yeah. Chase thinks he's going fast, and then I come and work out with him, and then he knows he's going fast. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, yes, no, no, I, I would really like to get like a kind of like a Michael Jordan on set of Space Jam thing going on. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch The Last Dance? Mm-hmm. No. no, not yet. All right, so Michael Jordan, when he was filming Space <laughs> Jam, he uh-huh. was getting ready to come back for the the 96th season. I don't know. It's their fourth. I believe it's their fourth ring. Mm-hmm. Right. And he had just came off his hiatus playing baseball. And uh, he's bringing in, on the set of Space Jam, they built, they laid out a court for him to practice. Mm-hmm. And he would just call up all the big names in the NBA and be like, hey, bitch, come play basketball with me on the set of Space Jam. <laughs> Holy shit. And then he would bring out all these yes, guys. sir. And they're they're like, oh, this is so cool. I get to work out with Michael, Michael Jordan. This is going to be sick. And instead, he's just like, I'm analyzing you bitches, and I'm better than all of you. <laughs> it's like they would come play ball against him, and then he would continue practicing after they left. Uh-huh. And he's like, watch them the whole time. So whenever it's season got there, he's like, yeah, I know this guy's going to turn this way whenever the ball comes to him from this angle. You Holy know, shit. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that the devious Michael Jordan was still around in Spaceballs times, man. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he was, yeah, he's that 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 nice persona, that uh, that friendly persona in Space Jam. It was alive, it was calculating Machiavelli there. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you know, that's the best part about Space Jam is that all his contemporaries get their powers stolen. But that he's literally the bad guy in Space Jam. He is stealing no, their powers. No, R. Kelly is the bad guy in Space Jam. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he was there the whole time. The biggest that threat. That is a fact. God, man, that uh, song was so dope, and now it's it's forever attached to this guy. And it's still a dope song. It's still a dope. It's song. still people are still going to sing it at karaoke if they ever open karaoke. Can you separate the art? Can you separate the art from the artist? That's the biggest question. You can with I believe I can fly. You can with space. It transcends. You can with Michael Jackson's entire repertoire. That's right. Yep. His entire library can be separated. Speaking from of Michael Jackson, who recorded the song "Beat It" with Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen died. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. that sucks. That's a real bummer. Panama. 
Yeah. We were listening to Van Halen on the way to to work out yesterday at your place. Mm. I should have said something. I would yeah. have put a bone. Put uh, it on. It's okay. I did not need to get more amped up during that workout. <laughs> Heart was already going to explode. My whoop told me that I spent eight minutes at 95% plus of my max heart rate. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a bad time. Yeah. It said, yeah, it said over 56 time. minutes, over 56 minutes, I spent uh, an average. My average heart rate was like 150 something. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then I spent eight minutes at yeah, it's not good. <laughs> near death. You should be riding that, that, that middle it was part. was not. <laughs> yeah. The workout started with a uh, hundred cow on the runner. So the air runner, mm-hmm. we have a hundred cow that we have to get to collectively. And I was like totally fine with doing 60 cows of that running. Mm-hmm. Like I was prepared to do the that. The problem is the only person you had to do the other 40 was Armin. Yeah. See, and Armin had a different... I can see where this began to break down. Yeah. He had a different objective in yeah. mind. I was like, let's go halvesies. Let's go halvesies. Mm-hmm. And uh, that he... was the last movement we went halvesies on, by the oh, way. Okay. He, of like a nine So you were ambitious chipper. right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. He, he started it and it took him... Way too long. Way, way too long to do 25 cal. Yeah. I look at his wattage, and it's like a cool 900. <laughs> I was like, we're working out. Which man. is really low. <laughs> it's in really case low. You're wondering. Really low. And in all fairness, way better than anyone else at this table, Armin. So. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what is the equivalent in uh, 500 meter, uh, you know, time for 500 meter? Oh, um, I have no idea. That's the first time I've used meters, that workout. I could run it in maybe like 212. No, it's not right. Yeah, probably about 2.15 if I had to. So coming hot off the bike, what are you charging into next, guys? Oh, God. Sandbag squat cleans. Nice. Havsies again? We're supposed to be Havsies. Supposed to 30 reps. 30 reps. This is Armin's first time doing sandbag squat cleans. And also my first time running on that runner. That's my first time. But my first time in a long time. And your first time in a long time being totally smoked by a bike. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. So how did those go? Oh, so I did five cool squat cleans, <laughs> and then Chase just did like ten touch and go, and I was like, "Oh, that's how this is going to go today." Yeah. How Good heavy to know. Are the sandbags. We use a hundred pound bag. Yeah, Ooh, 100 pound bag. So that's, that's an squat right. clean. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that was fun, man. Tell I was where picturing we went you using there, like Chase. a thirty pound bag and just crying, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I got those from the the Rogue Invitational. I saw that movement yeah. online. It's great movement. It's awful for your hips. Really good way right. to tear a hip labrum. Really just terrible for your joint stability. It's perfect. <laughs> it's really awful. Uh, we went from there to uh, clean and jerks. That's right. Power we clean did, and jerks. We did sandbag oh, squat cleans into clean and jerks. At what weight? 155. The, the redundancy okay. here is fucking key <laughs> to really showcase how unfit I am. Yeah. <laughs> on a regular, it's like, let's pick shit that Armin's not good at generally, but let's do it multiple times. Now, how are your legs go- feeling going into these uh, these cleans and jerks? Legs felt okay. It's yeah. your it's your heart. The heart that's just going. Heart felt okay. like it was going to explode immediately, gotcha. and we are just single digit minutes into a long workout. Fantastic. Yeah, we had yeah. not cre- we had, we hadn't surpassed the other side of ten minutes yet. Nice. At this point, we're still both thinking that this is a fifteen minute workout. Yes. Mm-hmm. We looked <laughs> at this and like that's we were. fifteen minutes. <laughs> How wrong? Which we is were. funny because mm-hmm. the week before we were like that's a sixteen minute workout. Yeah, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. It was uh, longer. <laughs> Much longer. Much longer. <laughs> so we do the clean and jerks. And this is this is the only part that was really... But it feels good, right, to fantasize about doing it in 16 minutes. Like, oh, to yeah, think yeah. about, like, being yeah. that fit for a second. Yeah, because like, there, was yeah. Two, there was two other pieces written on the yeah, board, yeah. too. Like, yeah. I had two other workouts yeah. written. 
Because yeah. I was like, this is 15 minutes, and then we'll have two other Exactly, minutes. exactly. And if, if unforeseen circumstances had not unfolded, you definitely would have done those other two workouts. Honestly, now that I'm looking back at it, they should have been foreseen circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so, one can't tell how these things are going to go. Go ahead, the, Jace. The clean and jerks were, you know, I felt like they would be pretty easy. I was like, I'll do 10s, and then Armin can do like two sets of Two sets of five if he needs to. Yeah, two sets and of five, I, Roman. I couldn't bring myself to do more than fives. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was time. doing singles and really just trying not to die. I mean, we <laughs> were still a third of the way through the workout. Uh, well, where was the sticking point? Because it's so easy to get those 100 uh, pounds sandbags off the ground. You can just pop those up off the ground. So where was the sticking point past getting it off the ground? And then the bar. Clean and jerk. Um, I, You know what I think it is? I think it's because 155 pound clean jerks are near maxes for me at this point. Mm. Um, I didn't know this going up, <laughs> but then I saw like his first couple reps, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh no, oh that's where we're at." That's why I've been terrified to add weight to a bar again. Yeah. I just I don't want to feel it. I don't yeah. want to feel how heavy it feels. So There's, your strength is Chris Spieler 2010 games level or 2008 no. uh, games level. I wish every second counts. I wish. Yeah, I'll take weird. it. it he moves like Chris Spieler, but his body is not the same size as Chris Spieler. No, no. You no. just look Strange. at it and there's no excuse. There's no excuse. I look like I should be much fitter than I am, which is actually a good place to be. Yeah, I know. I'll take I that. It feels okay. So, yeah, it really got embarrassing the next movement, which mm-hmm. was uh, sandbag push press. Now, if you guys have seen you know, team workouts at the games mm-hmm. or regionals, they use the worm, and the push press is just shoulder to shoulder. So it's not like straight arm or anything. Mm-hmm. And we used the 100-pound bag again. And I picked it up, and I did 10, maybe. Maybe 10. I did 10, uh, and I was like, man, I'm going to die. I'm going to put this bag down right now. And Chase picked it up and probably could have done the remaining 50 reps. <laughs> just, at, But at some point, he was like, man, fuck this guy. He should actually do something other yeah, yeah. than just these 10 reps. So he put the he put the bag down. And yeah. that, that was a real kick in the dick. And I was like, you know what? Lock it up, Armin. Lock it up. That's right. Tag team. Tag You're, team. I'm taking you, on the next one. You are, one next. Half, you are one half of this partnership. I got the next element, bro. Don't let Chase down. <laughs> And so I picked up the bag and I did 15. Nice. And it was it was dope. That's 50% more reps than I did in that first set. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, and then it, it crashed and burned further because <laughs> yeah. that was the last of my energy to yeah, do yeah. That, those extra five reps. How did that feel about 10 seconds later? Yeah, it felt great in the moment. And then um, right after that, I think, is when I first peaked to 95% of my max heart rate. <laughs> oh, and man. then I stayed there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty fucked because after that was just regular shouldered overhead with the barbell. At one fifty five. At one fifty five. And in case you were wondering, it doesn't get easier. Oh, okay. Uh it's not gonna be a good time. Yes. And Chase You're allowed to use your hips, Armin. I mean that oh, yeah. made it easier. It again, nothing quite speaks to the the ego than barely edging out five reps <laughs> looking like a starfish. Ready to die. Come yeah. on, Armin. Just dip, dip, drive, dip. Dip, almost, drive, and dip. Almost yep. almost willing the bar to slip from my hands and crucify <laughs> me. Unfortunately, 155 will not kill you. No. It's just yes. going to hurt. It's just going to hurt. It could and knock then you out. Then the workout's over. Doing <laughs> barely finishing my fifth rep, dropping the bar, and then Chase picking it up and like doing 10. And he's like, ugh, you got this, you little bitch. That's not, that's yeah, not, not, how, it went. That's sure not how it was. Chase was a lot more gentle than that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like the uh, only time I was disappointed in Armin during the whole workout was during the... So it finished with 180 double-unders as a team. Oh, good. And I did 90. I started. I was like, oh, he just... <laughs> he finished the wall. Or maybe I... He well, finished I the finished wall the wall ball. ball. That way Ar- Armin could finish his reps at his leisure. To be fair, I did catch up. I did catch up. I, I, I finished us off on the wall ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did really well on wall so ball. So I did pretty good on the wall ball. Nice. Thank God, because I, I did, didn't want to do them. I did. I almost did half of all the reps. Yeah, on how the many reps ball. was it? Uh, it was ninety total reps. Oh, okay, and I think I did almost half of them. Yeah, I think you, if just not slightly there. more than half. Well, good. So I made up for my poor performance. Yeah, but yeah. on the double unders, I definitely did not hold my own because Chase did a set of ninety, and he was like, "Man, I am tired <laughs> after all of that carrying your ass through this workout." And I was like, "Don't worry, bro. I've got you." And I did 45, and I was like, you've got the next 45. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was about the only time, because I was like, I threw my rope down, because I was like, I'm done with double-unders. I did 90. Armin will finish this out with his 90. He's got good double-unders. Yeah. And then, like, I saw him start, like, getting into the process of starting. I was like, oh, I better pick up my rope. <laughs> I better get it out of the way, because I'm going to have to double again. And then I had to double again yeah. and go straight into a run. And that was it. That was that was really yeah. it. That's the last time I saw Armin. But did you feel well-rested by the time we made it to the run, Armin? Yeah. Yeah, cool. so well-rested. So you took one for the team. Huh? Yeah. Only one so. person has to finish the run for your time to count. Uh-huh. I, I, don't, okay. I don't know what that rule is. But, hey, I'll take it. But mm-hmm. that's cool with me. Yeah. And if that was the case... Time's called when one person crosses. <laughs> yeah, this is not... It's not really a team thing. It's not mm-hmm. really a partner thing. It's more like time is called because you like released the anchor that was mm-hmm. dragging you behind. There you go. That's there right. you go. The ball and chain mm-hmm. workout. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But no. uh, looking forward to next week. Yeah. Remember, guys, tired is enough. Tired is enough. I was so tired. So tired. I think the biggest thing that I'm interested in is um, when is Kyle going to be fit enough to join us for one oh, of these Christ. Saturday sessions? I will. Yeah. Yes. No. I'll definitely. I, I will strongly consider it soon. Come this Let Saturday. Me. I will. What is today? I won't be the worst. <laughs> What's today again? Today is Sunday. All you right. have okay. I have six, have six days, six days. to fit. The, the six day road to fitness begins Monday. I, I, try, just, to, yeah. I try to program with the people that will be there in mind. So mm. it's yeah, entirely yeah. possible that we do a lot of walking and hiking. Uh, you know, that's that could happen. I let me see if I can stabilize my uh, my uh, my structure. Maybe we do a fitness scavenger. Six days. I'm just. You know what? I, I, it's good for me because it gives me like. I want to get fit so I, so I can do better on these yes. Saturday workouts and not die. And <laughs> I don't know. You're working I don't know. Oh no! I don't, <laughs> don't know. If that's gonna work out very well, but, but at least I'm hoping it becomes slightly easier and I can like hang a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not gonna hold my breath for that to happen anytime soon. But. I think you should just work out really, really hard the yeah. once a week. That's mm-hmm. it. I mean, that's basically just, what is happening. Just do a little bit of cardio, and that's it. So yeah. it's, a, it's a, just smash yourself, but you have plenty of time to recover. To Here be honest look. with you, the um, the fact that you're mentioning that, and that is actually kind of close to what I was thinking of doing, worries me a lot. Mm. I don't know if I should. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't know if that's the resounding endorsement of my plan that I was well, looking uh, I for. I mean, Cliff has but, a monster strict press, so yeah. I'd be inclined to listen to whatever he says. You just take some there really like go. freaky Sam Dancer route where you just do like fancy lunges all day the rest of the week. You yeah, know? and you just like you'd get a, ba- a rubber band, you attach it to a thing, you move your hand around a bunch. I don't know yeah. what that shit is, but some people get right. off on it. So yeah, it work for him. Then you do one day a week, you just crush yourself with a, a workout that's way too ambitious. 
and then you recover the rest of the week by shaking your arms around with some uh, rubber bands or whatever. Yeah, I dig it. Fancy lunges. <laughs> Speaking way too ambitious, that was my... Uh, I'm, we're bringing it back to the beginning of the show, but that was my favorite part of Noah Olson's interview was uh, him talking about the, his awful Annie performance. Him and Chandler and Travis Mayer did it together. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awful Annie. Uh, uh, and he's... <laughs> He's that's already been it. named in CrossFit, hasn't it? Damn it. No, okay. you're the first one. I think right. you might be Get the first there. one. Continue. <laughs> and he's... Uh, Awful Annie was the final workout from the first uh, section of the games, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're waiting for their results to come in on the leaderboard. And Noah and Chandler both feel like they crushed it. Like, Chandler beat Noah. And Noah thought he did really well. He was like, man, I think that's a top 10 score. And that means Chandler definitely got like a maybe top, top 5, top 10 score. So like... Maybe Chandler's punched his ticket to the game. I've secured my second place finish. And the results come in. And Noah was like 25th on Awful Annie. Yeah. And then Chandler was not top 10. No. And they remember, like, he talks about, he's like, we went back to, like, the workout listing to, like, make sure we did it right. Like, maybe we were doing cleans at 275 and it was supposed to be 225. Like, Mm -hmm. or maybe we did way too many double unders and there was supposed to be less double unders. And, of course, that's not the case. They just... They just got bamboozled. They're over ambitious with their own skill level. They got bamboozled, and that was the most relatable content I've ever. You heard done from played a games. yourself. <laughs> that's the most relatable content I've ever he- heard from a games athlete. I was just like, damn, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Double F. Yeah, that sucks. F in the chat. Yeah, F, F for specs. Uh, just to hear that that happens at the highest level. Yeah. Still, yeah. you're just like, man, I feel like I crushed that, and then someone else that's at the highest level just motherfucks you. Yeah. Makes you feel like you're not even moving. To be fair, Matt Fraser's score on that was kind of ridiculous. It was like the was high he, sevens, I want to say. say you'll sub eight, which is kind of crazy. It's more than kind of crazy. I didn't know it's that you fast. could. I didn't know that you could power clean it. I thought they had to be squat cleans. So power cleaning it, I feel feel like I could finish sub thirteen. It's pretty good. I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I think if you go any faster than that, how many? There's 150 GHD setups setups yeah. in that workout. If you go any faster than that, like you're crippled correct just right. doing it will cripple me <laughs> so i won't if you're not matt frazier it will cripple you there i am not doing that workout <laughs> look at me go watch me i'm doing it right now watch me not do this right now and go uh you know what, guys that's been nice yeah Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think so. Uh, I am at Kyle. I, I'm sorry. At I've already forgotten it. You don't it's even been know. so long. It doesn't matter. At Mr. Kyle Bogart on a dormant Ooh. Instagram account. Damn. I'm at Cliff Bogart on a also dormant Instagram account. But to, I might be capturing some uh, pictures of the beautiful fall leaves around Hyde Park to be awakened at some point. Yes, mm-hmm. perhaps. Uh, I can't wait. Waiting for the, for the future war. Can't wait Past for the, the future war time. Waiting for the future war. Uh, I'm at Chase504 on Instagram. And I'm at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody. Mostly thanks to you guys for coming in and hanging out and talking some shit with us. It's awesome. It's so much fun. We'll see you guys very soon, hopefully, with some CrossFit Games news. Good night.